What up, survivors? Welcome to D180, the horror movie podcast, taking you on a ride. Thanks for riding with us. I'm AJ. And I'm John A. Happy New Year, survivors. Ooh, hello. Speaking of, that means there's a new theme, and our new theme is, and it's the one I've been talking about, y'all. The one I said, as soon as y'all hear, y'all gonna be like, yeah, that's her. Some of you guys, you've probably seen the part guide for this month already and saw the theme and you saw what we're doing. But this month's theme is Nannies Gone Wild. So every movie this month involves a person of nanny status that is truly wild. And to see the complete list, you can visit any of our socials linked down below. But if you are new here, hi, welcome to the part. We're a weekly horror movie review podcast where I introduce my friend Johnny to horror movies. And today we are discussing the taking of Deborah Logan from 2014 for our first movie of 2022. I just, oh my God. But first, before we get into this, I got questions because you said nanny's gone wild Mm -hmm. and then your description was like grannies, but she don't got no grandchildren. She don't, but she nanny status. She old enough to be, you know, she's the sweet nanny. You know, if you was her neighbor, you would call her your like, that's my, you know what you, don't do this. <laughs> I said, and in the description, I said, every movie this month involves a person of nanny status. And you heard me say nanny. That was my emphasis. My quote, take nanny, nanny status. So that means that they are over, I'll give it, I give it 57, over 57. Never mind. I was about to say who a grandma at 57, but there are some grandmas at 57. So I can't. Well, even... I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, some people be grandmas very, very young, like super young, but I was I just know. talking about like nanny, nanny status. Like, you know what it is. Okay. <laughs> I guess. I'll let it slide. This now, thing. for this movie, I do want to, I think we should just take the time out to say this right quick. For this movie in particular, we are not saying because of what Deborah is suffering from that she's like a nanny going wild. It's the other shit. If you've seen the movie, it's the other <laughs> shit. That's why she's wilding, okay? <laughs> so we just want to make it extremely clear that her suffering from Alzheimer's is not it at all. That's not the, you know, that's not it. It's the other shit because yeah. that's some other shit, okay? <laughs> This movie is currently streaming on Tubi, Voodoo, and Amazon Prime Video with a subscription. And with that being said, let's go ahead. Wait a minute. First of all, we're just going to breeze past this super quickly. It's about to get into park recommendations. But wait a minute. It's 2022. And I'm still not. I can't get with this right now. She's a hater, bruh. She's a hater. I'm glad you brought it up because I've been dying to talk about it for a fucking hot minute. First of all, okay, look, check this out. No, <laughs> survivors, please, somebody, because it's it's one of y'all, it's some one of you guys. Who the fuck is listening to ruin me? You're Who is running that episode no, the fuck up? You're a hater. That episode made my top ten. Okay, it was number nine. That's okay. I liked it. That. But I who, feel like they're siding with me at this point. Survivors, 
<laughs> out of all what this is episode what, like 56 or something i don't know out of all the episodes we've done ruin me is your top what is somebody one of y'all please dm the well i got the proof so you ain't got to dm the proof to my dm but t- expose yourself who is it because i'm not mad i just want to know who how they got shattered subscriptions for Christmas. <laughs> and everybody had their time off, so they sat home and binge. Said we go catch up so we can hear y'all. I mean, that's cool, but I'm just saying, like, it's the most listened to. Like, it's whooping some other episodes. You know what? We could just get into it. We'll let y'all in our business real quick. We'll let y'all backstage real quick. Hold on. Because I just... Uh, it'll be real brief though, because we can't let y'all all up in my kitchen or whatever. Um, I don't yeah, like to share recipes. <laughs> y'all listen to that more than y'all listen to Donna the Dead <laughs> or Final Destination or Sleepaway Camp. Like, hmm. I'll just stop right there, but oh my God. Right. Mm. Okay, well, I guess. Um, but did you want to, you you wanted to have like expectations for twenty twenty two? I don't got no expectations, so I mean I don't have, I don't have no. I, I honestly I just one thing I did say this year I just want to be present with all my family. Just like I feel like um, over quarantine we kind of like hermited a little bit and just like really got into ourselves. There's nothing wrong with that, but I also feel like. Um, I just want to like I'm ready to reconnect with my friends and family basically not even family I've been with them niggas but my friends I'm ready I know to for me out. I'm ready to leave the fucking country oh <laughs> like get me the fuck up out of here <laughs> okay y'all don't understand I'm a traveler I'm never here and so mm-hmm. not leaving the country in 2021 hurt my soul okay yeah. It hurt. Went to me. Vegas, though. That's not the, out the country. I know it's not. I know. I know it's not the same. But it's I need to leave. And then the only ex- expectation that I really had is that my boyfriend's coming home in one piece in April. That's it. Praise him. Praise that's the him. only expectation. Oh, that's like two days away. We just got to get through March. Away. We just got to get through March. Well, actually, okay, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry, but don't think like that because you know January, February, March it goes slow as a but don't but think okay. of it like that. It is okay. April it's gonna okay. be here right before you know it. And my God, baby, will be turning one. That's crazy, right? That's always too much for me. She was. That's just always born. too much. My nephew will be one in January. I'm just like, why are you one? She was just born. I'm like, what right. the heck? Mm. Uh, I got a few little babies. Like, I, actually, they in a row, three, two, one, and I'm just like, yeah, no, that's too much. We can't do that. Kimani turned nine last year. You know, we turned the same age. So this year is a big year for us, as we always yep. mention. And I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just about to have fun in this bitch. I don't care no more. Fuck all that shit. So anyway, <laughs> there's my review for 2022. It's just fuck this. Let's do it. That's my that's my vibe this month. I mean, I mean this shoot. month, this year. <laughs> every, every, it's, I, the way that I've been moving is everything just one day at a time. And yeah. at this point, that's the only way that you really can do it. Right. Honestly, just one fucking step at a time. What Jordan Sprite say? There you go. Because 
That was an yes. error. That, uh, listen, listen. We can sit here all day and talk about the errors. Because this weekend, I was just vibing out to just a whole playlist of just shit that I was just fucking with at the time. And I'm like, dang. Like, high school, college, the shit we was listening to. It was a time. And if you wasn't there, sorry about Yo, it. Yo, okay. Out. So, have you heard of the store called Akira? Hell yeah. Okay. I, listen, I've said this store so many times to so many people recently. And I'm like, what is that? What is that? The, if Listeners at home, if you don't know what Akira is, Akira is like a fashion nova. But different. So, yeah. You know how you got Burlington and you got off sex That's how Akira is. Akira is off sex Right. So, I went in there and they were playing loudest because they have a store in my mall. Playing loudest shit. All of the jams from 2010 and 2011, like the little college jams. I was in there shopping just like. Let me tell you something. My sister showed me a video and it had to be from about like. It had to be from like 2014. So let me, I'm gonna do 2011 though, because I can really set that scene. You got a maxi skirt. Your maxi skirt might have slits up the side. You got like a little cami top. You got one of them big ass statement necklaces. I hated them bitches. I did not like those. Y'all can have those. But them statement necklaces. You might have a matching earrings to match, but if you didn't, you might have had the feather ones. Them feather ones. That was. <laughs> The feather ones, and then they had that one little gold chain, like, hanging down. Oh, my goodness. What was we doing? Mm, I don't know. You got you a sewing, which I leave out. You know, I didn't, you know, you gave me my first sewing. I did? No, it wasn't the first one. It was the second one. Oh, I was like, really? But before you, that was literally the first time I had it. I love the sewing, girl. I will go back. I show good. I, I did not. I, I, did, I wasn't. I wasn't uh, about that life. I didn't know nothing about that. I love a sewing. Okay. And I should have did a sewing my senior year, else I was still had. Still would have had my hair after my <laughs> chair season. It's just. It's. It was so convenient. You ain't got to worry about it because you know with a wig, it's risky, honey. It's mm-hmm. so risky. You just like. You got to do so much just to tack it down. Me, you got to worry about the front. A sewing, you just be like, bitch, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> War ready. All right. For real this time. Take three. <laughs> Let's get into Park Recommendations. Alright, y'all. This movie, I was getting you could go so many ways with this movie because it's a found footage movie, technically, but it's also a possession movie. And ooh, it just got a lot of stuff going on. So my first one is The Last Exorcism from 2010. I don't know if you've seen that one before, but I enjoyed that one. It was on some other shit. Sounds familiar. This next one is Inner Demons. This one also came out in 2014. So this one is like, okay, I'm going to try to like tell you what it's about without like not telling you. But this one is about a teenage, a drug addicted teenager and it's found footage they're trying to get to the bottom of it. I'll just stop there. Aww. Yeah. So, survivors, if you have any park recommendations that fit today's ride, the taking of Deborah Logan, let us know on our Twitter. <laughs> Sorry, if you get it when I listen back, and I hear the like oh. So, Ashley, this is my first watch. So, how did you find this movie? 
Okay, so for me, I had just stumbled upon this one on uh, Netflix. Because I believe, like, I don't remember too much about the release of it, but I feel like it didn't get a theater release. I think, like, it came out somewhere else, and it might have had, like, a festival run, or it might have came out in theaters, like, somewhere else. But it ended up being on Netflix. And I just watched it, and it was, like, late when I watched it, too. Like, this was 2014, so this was, like, at... I can't remember if I had graduated yet, but you know, it was the college era. And this one, this one took my week off. I was like, what the fuck? Like, what is, <laughs> no. like this is it's so much happening in this movie. And I really enjoyed this one for a found footage movie and for like, just like possession movie. So I'm excited to talk about it. You know, it was kind of funny because this is a movie that I actually watched in my room. I don't watch movies in my room. So I watched this in my oh, room. Ooh. Okay, look, next week, when we cover the next movie, do not watch that in your room. I'm just, I'll just tell you now, don't watch that in your room. Okay. Mm-mm. This one, I was in my room with the lights off, and I have the little uh, light blocker curtains. Right. So even though I watched it in the daytime, I'm in my room. In my it's still dark. Yeah. Right. But I, it was able, it, it allowed me to see everything, because some of the, a lot of the And that's the best. Me. Right. But... This was the first movie out of all these movies that we watched where I've watched it in the dark in my room in the bed. And see, this be the thing. I be like, you and we talk about this. <laughs> I always set the tone when I watch. And it depends because some of the stuff we uh, covered, it depends because some of the stuff that we covered, I might have seen a few times to the point where I'm like, oh, I could just watch this. I don't need the atmosphere. But my Libra ass, you know I'm all about the movie. I mean, look at my background right I am all about the mood and the atmosphere, okay? Like, I just can't. But when I watch a horror movie, best believe, um, I don't care if it's the morning time. Like, I, oh, when Fear Street came out, see, it's 2022, and I'm still not going to shut the fuck up about it. Oh when my Fear gosh. Street came out, I might ass will wake up at, like, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning to watch that sh- downstairs light off, okay? Oh, my God. I just can't but like... It's rare that I cut my lights off to watch anything, to be completely honest. Like, the mm-hmm. only shows that I really watch my lights off is my cooking show. And that's because I'm trying to go to sleep. I was about to say, no, that's the go-to-sleep show. <laughs> Everybody know that's the go-to-sleep show. I watch show. my cooking show to go to sleep. Mm. So, this movie was directed by Adam Robitel. So, one thing about our director, he also worked on Paranormal Activity, the best dimension, which is... Which one was that? The last one. Oh, I, I don't see think you've seen it. Yeah, you I think I stopped it at like maybe three. No, I stopped it. Mm. Did I see four? I don't know. A lot of people don't like four either, but I always defend four. I, like I know four. for a fact I've seen one through three. Because one through three was the same people, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And four is when it started to change? Um. Yeah, four is a different family, but it's, you know. Then, yeah, I've only is, seen yeah. one through three. Well, yeah, you know, we'll get there when we get there. But yeah, he also did Insidious, The Last Key as well. But I haven't seen that. I'll be very honest with you. At that point, I was over with The Conjuring and Insidious. I was just like, you know what? I've seen I'll get Insidious, to y'all when I get to y'all. But I, have, I don't think I've seen any of the sequels. Yeah, I haven't seen this one. I've seen the rest of them. And then he also did Escape Room and the sequel. So I'm like, he just, you know, he was like, yep, take off, take off, take off. Good little career for him. 
Hmm. This movie stars Jill Larson as Deborah Logan. You may recognize her from Shutter Island. Jill Larson, she was in this other movie called The Manor, and I covered it on Patreon. And I oh, was isn't talking that with that Blumhouse? When they had yes. the whole Welcome to Blumhouse thing? Mm-hmm, that whole thing. So I, I haven't seen that. any of those movies. And I, at first, I didn't reckon. Okay, you know what? They all on Amazon Prime, and I'm going to be very honest with you. I added them to my watch list, though. Yeah. Just, like, just watch them. I would say that. If you want to know more, you can get the whole scoop scoop on the Patreon. But just, you know, look out for them. But she's in the manor. She's in that movie. And at first, I kept looking at her. I'm like, why do I know her? And then, like... I don't know what it was. She did something in that movie, and I was like, oh, that's that bitch, Deborah." <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't mean it in a bad way. I was just shook, because I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> we also have Anne Ramsey as Sarah Logan. You may recognize her from Planet of the Apes and The Secret mm-hmm. Life of the American Teenager. Mm-hmm. That we show had us in a chokehold. It did. I would, and then I it got stopped. dumb. It yeah, got I dumb. stopped when it got dumb. Cause mm-hmm. that girl got on my nerves. And then when she went on to play other stuff, I didn't even want to support her because she got on my Home nerves. Girl who uh, played Lissy and um, Bring It On Three, or Shaylene Woodley, that played the Woodley. main character. Main character. Yeah, when she oh was, yeah, cause I didn't even watch Divergent, and everybody was losing their shit over that kind of sort of. But that was that whole little girl. Keep going. We ain't gonna be in this. <laughs> We have Michelle Ang as Mia Medina, and she was in the third Big Mama's House movie. Mm-hmm. We have Ryan Katrona as Harris, Anne Bedian as Dr. Nazir, Brett Gentile as Gavin, and Jeremy DiCarlos as Lewis. Cinematography was done by Andrew Hubsker. I hope I pronounced that right. It was edited by Gavin Heffernan and Adam Robitel. Well, if you are ready, we can go ahead and get in line for 2014's The Taking of Deborah Logan. Step in line. Your number is near. Follow the signs. Your time is here. All right. We are playing another quiz type game this week. And... I'm going to tell you something right now. Just... If you thought we was going to start this year off with some goddamn sense, you were fucking wrong, okay? Please tell them the title. When do, okay. I, ever, when do I ever have sense? <laughs> you know what? Because you did end the year on some nonsense multiple times. Multiple times. Like, I, I don't. I don't have sense. Mm-mm. At all. Oh, my God. Okay. So, the title of our quiz is... Eat your way through the menu at Cracker Barrel, and we'll tell you what kind of grandparent you will be. What did he say? I am screaming. Listen, at the beginning of the show, that's when we usually, like, you know, we clean up the park a little bit, get it ready to run for y'all. She showed me this goddamn game, and as soon as I seen Cracker Barrel, I didn't even finish the rest of the title. I just started fucking screaming because you are re- no, because you are something else. Me and my nana be going to Cracker Barrel, okay? That is a thing. When we would leave off a of family vacation, 
because Cracker Barrel isn't a pe- well now there is it's a Cracker Barrel in Waldorf, but like in this general area, there's no Cracker Barrel. So once you get further south into Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, that's where we would stop on our road trips. We had to always stop at Cracker Barrel, and it always be old people up in there, Mm-mm. always. See, I thought you was trying to come at the look of her house because it, it was giving crack. The her whole aesthetic was giving Cracker Barrel. That's who be in there. Girl, I went to school in Orangeburg, South Carolina. Orangeburg. You go to Cracker Barrel. That sounds like. And the funny thing about it, it's like Orangeburg is like literally split in half. Like you have your white side and you have your black side. We have a site of a historical massacre that happened in Orangeburg called the Orangeburg Massacre. Like it's it's a whole historical thing. Look it up. Um, Terre Haute. How did that sound? Terre Haute. It sounds like something with Native Americans. Native Americans? Yeah. Mm, no, that's why I went to school. And the natives there refer to themselves as Hoshans. Girl. Mm-mm. Just think like a bunch of, um, you know what? I'm pretty sure the whole Greece era, it, they was probably thriving, probably. But now they look just like that. They still look like they trying to be Greece. And the grease has been ran through. It is crusty. It's not popping. The hair is thin. The hair is frayed. They they still trying to make the bangs happen. They not like. Hmm. Sorry, I have a I have a stuck face right now. That's, that's yeah, why no. I'm not yeah. hearing anything. Mm-hmm. No, 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 yeah. But Cracker Barrel is a hot ass mess. So that is why we are finding out our grandparent status. From the hot mess Cracker Barrel. Mm-mm. <laughs> All right. So, choose a breakfast to start your day. We have pancakes, French toast, oatmeal, uh, eggs, bacon, sausage, biscuit, and then a pegboard. And yes, you can choose the pegboard if you do not like any of these items. You can choose the pegboard because yes, let me you tell choose you something. I be fucking that pegboard up. Soon as I sit down, fuck all the kids, I don't care. You better hope they put extra ones down. Best believe I'm going to be having the pegboard. Okay, so don't even think about it. And when I figure it out, I might pass it to somebody else, but pass it back once you're done. Like, mm. no. Anyway, the French toast at Cracker Barrel. No, it, it it be dry. Like you be needing like all the butter. It look dry. I'll be trying to like yes. I'll be trying to put all that butter on my shit like that. The pancakes. I don't remember the last time I had the pancakes. Girl, that's all I get from there is the pancakes. I. We were about to go there last year, but we ended up going to Waffle House because it was across the street. Because why wouldn't you? But um, you know what? I lied. One year. My mom did not want to do Thanksgiving because my great-grandmother, her grandmother, had just died. And she was used to cooking Thanksgiving dinner and bringing it over to the house for her. And so my mom was like, fuck this shit. We're going to Cracker Barrel for Thanksgiving. And that was the worst Thanksgiving we have ever had. Never again. But none of that food is actually on here, so I can't choose it. So... I'm always a fan of oatmeal. 
um this little whatever this is that got like the eggs da 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 yeah i might lean towards that only because i got so many options but the thing is i got questions can i substitute stuff and if the answer is no then i'm not gonna want it so you know what i'm just gonna go with oatmeal actually i didn't want to pick the pegboard i'm gonna pick the pegboard <laughs> I picked pancakes because, like I said, that's the only thing I eat out there. Yeah, I mean, I probably would have picked the pancakes or oatmeal, but I just want to be a little butt. So, now we're choosing a lunch special. There is, looks like a cob salad. Then, on the top right, it looks like like a corned beef hash or corned beef sandwich. Mm. It looks like corned beef. Mm. With french fries and coleslaw. Then in the bottom right, it looks like a chicken salad, but this isn't a Caesar salad because it's got tomatoes and deviled eggs on it. So mm-hmm. it's some type of chicken salad. And then in the bottom left, we have a double cheeseburger with coleslaw and french fries and then the pegboard. I'm picking the chicken salad in the bottom right hand corner because a bitch loves some deviled eggs. I ain't got no shame in like game, fuck y'all. Um, the tomatoes, for some reason, only be liking them when they sliced up when they be like that for some reason i don't know i don't like it but i'm still picking that so i picked the pegboard because i don't eat nothing really there but breakfast so honestly (laughs) honestly because i'm like they got this i'm looking at these pictures like what the yes they do have this one time my my dad likes to get the it's called country fried steak but it's not steak it's chicken so he likes to get that and then, like, my grandparents would order dinner. But me and my brothers would always get breakfast. Yeah, I never, like, I, even this next picture, like, I'm probably going to pick the pegboard. You could go ahead. Like, what did you pick for this one? Oh, you said the pegboard. Yeah, yeah for lunch, ahead. I'm picking for pegboard. For lunch, I'm picking the pegboard. Now we have dinner. It looks like that's either tilapia or cod with some corn, some mashed potatoes, and broccoli. Then we have what looks like steak. It looks dry as hell with carrots and mashed potatoes and green beans. Then we have ham with, what is that white thing? I don't know. That don't even look like potatoes. I don't know what that white stuff is. I don't is, know what that is. But there's carrots and some brown stuff to the right. Yeah. I don't know what, what that is. What is that? Oh, that might be fried okra. Oh yeah, that's okra. But I don't know what that white thing I'm is. I'm just not used to it looking like that. It looked dry. And then lastly, we have what looks like their country fried steak, which is Mm -hmm. covered in gravy with uh, green beans, corn and carrots. And then, of course, we have the pegboard and I'm going with pegboard. Pegboard me, me, (laughs) because hell no, y'all already know. I don't know. All right. So now we're going to pick a side that wasn't included with the entree. So we have a baked potato with sour cream, macaroni and cheese. This looks like a bowl of peaches and some coleslaw and a pegboard so for this i actually chose the baked potato because i really would get a baked potato and just be eating the baked potato see i'm very disappointed that that's not like peach cobbler instead of just peaches um that macaroni do not look like it's it and that upsets me like it's hmm. not it i had it for thanksgiving however many years ago no the baked potato, it's like you can't really mess up a baked potato, but also at the same time. 
You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna go with the baked potato because I feel like I can make that. I can jazz that up. Some pepper. It's now, finally, pick a dessert to finish off your meal. So there's a brownie and ice cream. I think that's a brownie. Or is that a slice of cake? It looks like a brownie. Well, we're going to go with brownie and ice cream. Then, I don't know if that's an apple cobbler or what type of cobbler, but it's some type of cobbler with two scoops of ice cream on top. We got a milkshake and then an apple pie with ice cream on top and then a pegboard. So for this, I chose the ice cream. Which one? The milkshake. Oh, <laughs> I was like, which one? They all get ice cream. No, the milkshake. Um, for me, like, I, I, it's crazy. As much as I love sweets, I be weird about desserts. Like, brownies, not really my thing. Even I though they make brownies. me think of my dad. Like, my dad loves brownie and ice cream. Like, mm, loves it. But me, I'm just like, mm, you can have it, dad. Um, the cobbler, I only, I, I might have to try that. I never had it with ice cream, but I like peach cobbler, but I don't know if that's peach cobbler or not. What if it's yeah, I, I can't, you can't even tell. Yeah, All you know. see is like the little crust mm -hmm. and then the ice cream and then the caramel drizzle. Me and pie? Hell no. Get that out. I don't like pies. No. Um, so you know what? I'm up. I'm gonna take it to the 2003 Khalees milkshake. I'm gonna take it there. <laughs> okay, and bonus, pick something to take home from the gift shop. A pegboard, the rocking chair, the infamous rocking chair, <laughs> wild main blueberry jam, or that big ass checkers board set that's not really a board it's just cloth that they have outside while you're waiting let's <laughs> see first of all that chair is racist so no we're not taking that <laughs> every time i walk up to crackle barrel and i see them chairs i just be like mm. my ex-boyfriend's father god rest his soul one year i went down there and we legit went to crackle barrel and got his mom like my ex-boyfriend's mom a white rocking chair from Cracker Barrel. Like, I mean... They live in Augusta, Georgia. They, they country. But Well, like, no, I was just going to say, it depends on, like, it's just when it's at Cracker Barrel. If you buy one and you, They like, bought it from Cracker Barrel. But it's part of your, like, decor, then I can, like, get past it. But when they all just be sitting in a row at Cracker Barrel, I just be feeling like I'm not supposed to be there. <laughs> and, then it's, and then, you know, all the Cracker Barrels, when you walk up, it's like a little stoop kind of situation deal, not, like, seriously. Right. Mm. And the last time I went to a Cracker Barrel, this white lady, she was trying to touch my hair. Okay, I don't know if you remember, it was a while ago. I had four ponytails. It was on some real cute left-ass shit. And I had four ponytails. And this lady, you know how they be doing? She thought it was my hair. So I'm just, I'm entertaining her. I'm like, oh, yeah. And she tried to touch it. I was like, Ooh. I hit that body rub too quick. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing this. No. She's like, it's just so nice and long and healthy. I was like, well, I'm glad you think so. Because, I mean, it is nice and healthy, but... <clears throat> At least she thought it was your hair. I went to work with my hair straight and the lady had a nerve to ask me if it was weave. <laughs> I just be like, why do y'all do us? Like, why are y'all asking in the first place? Just don't ask. Your like, hair just, is so long. Just say yeah. it's nice. 
Just say it's nice. Just say your hair is beautiful and keep it pushing. So, for me, I'm probably going with the pegboard. Uh, yeah, because I'm like, I ain't never seen this jam. It'd be other stuff I'd be wanting, but out of all of this. I've never seen a jam before. Like, I've seen candy and whole bunch right. of other stuff, but jam. I've seen sweaters, like, right. all that stuff. Yeah, I'm just going to go to the big boy. I used to buy all types of weird clothes. Not weird clothes, weird, weird toys out of there. And my mom used to get so mad, like, why are you buying this stuff? Uh, what type of grandparent are you? I knew it. Like, this is it's pretty spot on. I got the fun grandparents. You already enjoy lots of fun at your current age, and that won't change as you get older. You'll probably spend your mornings hanging out with old friends, getting coffee at the local McDonald's, and from there you'll head out on day trips, taking your grandkids to the zoo. Most evenings you'll spend time with family, but you'll still find yourself going out on the town at least once a week. I didn't get that. <laughs> Not on this quiz. I, t- I took like three different quizzes. The other one I'll save for our Legion episode. Mm. On that one, I got the fun grandparent. But for this one, I'm a cranky grandparent. Oh. You're already set in your ways at the age you are now. So when you get older, you might be the cranky grandparent. You'll probably have a very set routine for how to spend your day and keep a tight schedule. When the grandkids come over, you'll feed them vegetables and play board games just like you used to do with a kid. When you were a kid, which is true because we eat vegetables. You know, I'm already like more than half vegetarian anyway. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we gonna eat vegetables, but like, and we playing board games because what do I always do every time I go into the store? Send me pictures of board send you pictures of board games. <laughs> I be like, where is this at? <laughs> Bruh, I be finding all the anything. All kind of anything. I be like, what the hell? There is a Hocus Pocus game that I mm-hmm. found at Target. Mm-hmm. Like, I be finding everything. All right, y'all. Are you ready to get on this ride? Well, it is our time. Let's go ahead and get into 2014's The Taken of Deborah Logan. 73 Apple, take one, Mark. The story of Alzheimer's is never about one person. My PhD th- I'm gonna start again. You wanna keep the house? You need to sacrifice. You talk to me about sacrifice? Hey. Hey. Mom! They wanna make a movie about this. Yes. We will live and document our subject's physical and mental degradation over the course of two one-month periods. We're gonna have fun, right? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm not interested in being exploited. Sarah mentioned that Deb's been sleepwalking pretty bad. So let's set up surveillance cams. Uh, He really gave us all quite a fright with your late night gardening. This is not normal sleepwalking. You should come see this. It's not good, Doc. Do you remember a man named Henri Desjardins? Went missing 30 years ago. I tried to wash you in the river, you know. I love to become 
That woman is crazy. The notion of spiritual parasites does exist. Okay. Y'all don't see the way this child is laid out. Johnny said she was going to be relaxed in 2022. This girl is on her couch, her sectional, propped up on the pillows, just posted in the club, okay? Okay, listen, you guys. It's nothing wrong with it. I have been struggling for the past two weeks with sciatic nerve issues. And so... I can't sit up upright at a 90 degree angle in a chair. I have to be like at an angle. And when we recorded our episode with um, the horror bandwagon and I sat in that chair for, I don't know how many hours we were in that. Oh my God. Recording. We were, it was so long. And then, we're not saying it like it was a bad thing. We're just saying like, you no, know. No, I thoroughly had fun. I enjoyed in my the case, time. Yeah, right. And oh, 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 okay. Now, if y'all listen to that episode, let me just start some shit real quick. Um, <laughs> Y'all, when have y'all ever heard John A talk that much? Oh my gosh. I was like. Who this lady? And I'm teasing. <laughs> like, if you knew here, if you knew here, we do this. We literally, like, we talk, we literally do this to each other. Like, we make fun of each other. We're playing. But I was like, who's this lady? <laughs> you were talking about know, my movie. Okay. Y'all know, y'all know Scream is her favorite franchise. But it was just so, like, you know, she be liking movies over here. But she still just be like, you know, hmm. But soon as they press that record button, she like, I just let her take it. I was like, yeah, she got it. <laughs> She's saying everything I was gonna say. She could say, yeah. <laughs> Love scream. Y'all don't understand. If y'all, haven't, if y'all haven't listened to the horror bandwagons episode on screen too, they actually did like the whole franchise. Cause you know, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, we're not there oh, yet. Oh, we're not oh, there yet. We got a week. Right. This movie drops in a week. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Okay, huh? I still stand on what I said. And I know some people that's like betting on who's the killer. And I'm thinking, like, do I want to put my money in? Because I think I'm telling you, I'm telling y'all. And if See, y'all I'm don't not a, know, if bet, y'all don't want to know, we not gonna say it. But y'all gotta go to the horror bandwagon because they actually got me to talk about it. So ooh, I'm seeing it on the 13th though. I don't know what day I'm seeing it, but I'm gonna have to see it before around. y'all. I'm not playing. I'm not playing. Well, you know, you already know I don't play, but oh my God, I, I can't believe we here already. Oh my God. But no, when I finally stood up after recording, I could barely stand up. My whole back was hurting the whole entire time we were recording. And I had to immediately go lay in the bed with the heating pad because I, mm-hmm. yeah. So your girl been struggling. Pray for me. Okay. <laughs> I might have to uh, either hit a chiropractor or get a regular masseuse going and hit up yoga because yoga be feeling so good. Just saying. But um, about this trailer. Okay, you know what? 
I feel like you're going to say you didn't like it. Actually, true? I was going to say, I don't know how I really feel about it. I, I like, okay, now, I liked it. But knowing the movie, it does give away things. But if I'd never seen the movie, this is a decent trailer because basically you know that this is going to be like a student's film project, even right. the way it starts. Like, you know, she's starting off, blah, 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 blah. It's a little blooper. You know that they're going to be there for like, what? Two months or something like that, over two months, something like that. Um, it tells you what the setup is, but you have no idea what the fuck is about to happen. You get a mention of... Um, I want to call him DeJardin because I'm thinking of like Carrie and the teacher from that movie, but is it DeArden? DeHarden? 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 There it goes. I'm thinking of- I was scrolling um, to find it in my notes. <laughs> no, I know his name. It's just, I was trying to figure out how exactly did I want to pronounce it today. But, um, well, I'll start over. Hold on, wait. So the thing about this trailer is- I like it because you do get the setup of the movie. You know, this is like going to be a documentary for um, a PhD student. You know that um, Deborah is the subject. You know what she's going through. But then all of a sudden, shit goes left. And like I said, if, you, if you've seen the movie and you know what like certain parts are, then I can understand how you'd be like, yeah, the movie gives away everything. But when you watch it, had I not seen the movie, I think I would have been fine because everything happened so fast. You don't necessarily see what is actually going yeah, on. Yeah, it's kind of like flashes of scenes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and not it happens so like quick. A lot of dialogue. Um, and that's why I said I don't really know how I feel about it because it's not like, like yes, they showed everything. And like, yes, they give the background story as far as you know the villain who she's possessed by and all that but it still leaves enough for you to still watch the movie because even that it. they only say they mention his name right and then they be like well yeah he went missing 30 years ago and that's it like we don't know who that man could be that could be her Lala's daddy we don't know <laughs> like you know it, like you said I agree it leaves much more to like you want to be like well damn what the hell happened to this bitch so here we are I guess we about to find out as we mentioned this movie is kind of like in a documentary setting so the movie starts off letting you know that it's structured like a medical documentary. It has outtakes and surveillance footage from the scenes of the crime. So yes, it is lost for the lost footage, but it's also partly compiled as a documentary, which is very cute. I think like, I know some people, um, when it comes to found footage in general, people get hung up on wanting to know like why are we filming when shit hits the fan why are you still filming and I feel like this movie does a good job as we said it's it's for a student's PhD film Mm -hmm. it's a video film for a student's you know PhD project but then even when shit hits the fan and I know I'm kind of fast forwarding a little bit they're like well I need the light and where's the light? The light's on the camera. So, I mean, the camera can't work unless it's on. And even in that, it's not like we are directly looking at the action all of the time, unless it's like one of the surveillance cameras that we like run into later. 
So I feel like that kind of checks the box for that question that a lot of people usually kind of get hung up on when it comes to found footage. October 12th, 2013. Medical student Mia and her documentary crew traveled to Exuma, Virginia, a fictional town, to meet with <laughs> Alzheimer's patient Deborah Logan and her daughter Sarah. Mia and crew is introduced to Deborah by Sarah. You know, Deborah isn't too keen on the whole idea of a documentary um, being fit like the, the, that. Deborah isn't too keen on the whole idea of the documentary, but the main motivation for Sarah in setting this up is for the grant money to help her mother not lose the house. I really like this first opening scene because Sarah, she's just all happy. She's trying to figure out like, is this okay? Do you need me to be like this? What's going on here? And then she even says like, mom has been cleaning all day. She was excited. And I can see that. Like, I know how my mom is when company comes over. So I can imagine how Deborah probably, she probably was up cleaning those little chachis or whatever, just trying to make sure everything was nice and straight for them to come over. But also, um, when she has like that switch kind of sort of, and I'm gonna start planning this seat now. If anyone cares to go back to watch the movie, this movie does a good job of kind of being two movies at once. Once you find out what's going on, start watching the movie through the lens of, is Deborah trying to hide this secret and not, is she suffering from her Alzheimer's? Think about it. If they taping and filming and stuff, some shit might get uncovered, as it does. And when she doesn't want them to film there anymore, that could be because of that and not because, you know, she doesn't want to be exploited, like she says. Mm -hmm. But she also might be like, oh, shit, no, I got secrets. They might be trying to, they might find some shit in the thick of the night. Hell no. That makes sense. Yeah, so, you know, it's just, I, that's why, I, keep going, I'm gonna be loving all on this movie, y'all can see what type of episode this is for me, so go ahead. One week later, Mia and crew get a tour of the house and the shown where everyone is going to be sleeping, which is shitty, because the boys get blow up mattresses and Mia gets a whole bed set. We already start to see that Deborah is having issues with her memory, and then it goes into Mia's documentary spiel about Alzheimer's and we get background info about Deborah's diagnosis from her doctor and you know I just want to point this out real quick why Deb and Sarah kind of like look the same age in the face the only reason that I can tell that to me the only thing that was different is that Deb's neck made her look older but in the face they're the same (laughs) you know who would have been a really you know who would have been a more convincing like mom daughter duo to Anne Ramsey who are you familiar with Lynn Shay not by name maybe by face yeah you would know her by face Lynn Shay is the lady from the insidious movies she was also like in a nightmare on Elm Street She's like a horror godmother. Don't that I, look like that could be an older Sarah yeah, or older Amram? Yeah. Because it was just, it. Deb, she was still looking young in the face. And I'm like, looking at them, I'm like, you know, Anne, you look looking a little old or what? I just think it, it was, it's the bone structure and head shape, like Possibly. compared to each other. Like it looked like they could have been besties. <laughs> and I don't I like I'm not being shady at all I mean that like it, that's just what it looks like 
In this section of the movie, we also get background info about Deb. So her husband died when Sarah was only two years old, but she became a boss ass bitch with a very successful switchboard answering service in their small town. She knew all the town business and covered for all of the people who was doing all the dirt. And we also get to see (laughs) how she lives in her daily life as she struggles to live with this progressive disease. Let's go back to the bad bitch, okay? Right. Setting the tone. She said, I was the nexus of this town. I said, it was. And Sarah was hyping her up. It was like the interview parts were so cute because you could see like Sarah was like so happy that her mom was actually like, you know, her mom was retelling these memories and Sarah was just so happy about it. But she was like, yeah, I was the nexus of the town. I knew the tea. Like people had martini lunches. Okay. I said, oh, hotel affairs. My mama know all your business. I would have right? been up in kindergarten like, mm, you need to be quiet, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but this is when we start to notice some weird shit. Yeah. Lewis is recording Deb in the garden and she pulls a snake out the ground. But Mia comes up behind him yelling at him, wanting him to, you know, edit some footage. And when he turns back around, Deb is right up in his face talking about she hungry. That look just too quick. But even before that, when she's in the flower shop, first of all, you know my ass. Oh, I'm like plants. Oh my God. But when she couldn't make the change, now here's the thing. And I know they're like displaying different ways that this is affecting her. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'm not, I'm in all seriousness. Sometimes I'll be having to do that. I got to take a second with cash for a second, depending on what it is. I'm just trying to make sure I'm giving you what I'm supposed to give you. But Listen, I, I have like a little small little change first that I squeeze mm-hmm. dollars and coins in. And I'll be like, wait, I know I got a dime. And right. I'm just searching for stuff like, you know, sometimes you're just trying to figure it all out because maybe I can make the change in a different way. You right. just got to give me a second. I know people behind me be trying to rush me and I'd be anxious already, but you know what? Just work with me. The crew also sets up cameras in the house and Deb is doing more weird shit, slamming doors and disappearing. Yeah, she starts sleepwalking. They're like, okay, you know what? It's too much going on. Let's just, because that one scene where Lewis is um, setting up the camera, she just like walks behind him just like, and he don't even notice it. And then when he does like, you know, like, think something is going on with like that little closet door there's nothing in there where the fuck did she go inside that door when he looked he acted like he ain't seen nothing he was like well where where did she go john a she, <laughs> where did she go <laughs> she narnia <laughs> what happened oh no but then we have our first explosive moment and meltdown from Deb. Mm. She believes that Gavin stole her spade, which is a gardening tool for those who don't know. And she threatens him with a knife and tears up the whole kitchen. Whole time, the spade was in the freezer. And what? Why are you asking on my counter? <laughs> Why? It was, it was just so much going on. First of all, I wouldn't even know how to feel. I would not know how to feel if I was Gavin. And it's crazy because throughout the whole movie, Gavin is the one that's getting it. But also, you're not mad that Gavin is the one that's getting it because he just do a lot of He's shit that you just be like, why the fuck would you do that, Gavin? But he also is the only one who got sent. And that's okay. And here's the thing, because I wonder, like, if Gavin, because I'm fine with Louise being Black, because he says some stuff, too, that I'm like, yeah, 
I agree. But I wonder if Gavin's character was black, how would I feel? Would I be more lenient on the fact that he's kind of asshole-ish? Maybe not. Because mm-hmm. we'll get into it. We'll get into more of the scenes where he's kind of just like being too I much. But it's one scene in particular. I just imagine if this was a black person doing it, I think I would care a little bit more. But we'll get there when we get there. When Sarah goes to take the spade to her mom, she finds her standing at a window speaking in French. Actually, I don't even know if she's speaking in French at this point. It could have right. been demonic ba- 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 the demonic babble for all we know. But okay. when she turns around, she immediately peels the skin off her own neck. I, sis, girl, like how did you, I don't even want to know. It, who did like the your special nails effects? Is, your nails are just that sharp that you can just just and i mean we get your skin we find out that it kind of like links to something later on in the movie and it all makes sense the end but just i cannot imagine somebody standing in front of me ripping their fucking neck first of all how are you still here how did you not hit an artery how did mm. just peel back the layer of skin like no baby right The next day, we find out that the disease has progressed significantly into other regions of her brain, and she is now in the middle stages of the Alzheimer's disease, when before it was told that they had two to three years before it got to that point. Once Deborah is back home from the hospital, it seems she's better and life goes on as normal, and we insert more documentary-style narration from Mia, but there's a weird moment of Deb being filmed in her room talking to her reflection until she notices that she's being recorded. I told you not to touch her. I'm like, look, listen. And the way is so many times in this film that like, like I told y'all that lens, think about is she trying to keep this secret in or is it the, uh, you know, just looking at it through the standard way. But it's so many times where you don't know if it's the possession or you don't know if it's the Alzheimer's taking over. Like, hmm confusion Mm. day 18 sarah is lying to her girlfriend about her mom and all the shit that's going on with her but sarah turns around and tells a story to the crew about how at 10 she was sent to boarding school for kissing a girl in the garage Mm. i don't know but see and then this is the other thing okay now i heard somebody say this but i was thinking i was like "Mm." given what we find out later i think she sent her away because of what the dude trying to come after exactly okay we on the same page well survivors to fill y'all in since me and johnny on the same page we were saying did the mom really send her away because she was kissing a girl or did she send her away because of dude and we think it was because of dude okay continue a little later they hear some weird noises in the house and end up finding Deb in an empty room in the dark, staring out an open window with a hammer in her hand. Apparently, she's convinced there's an intruder and some man out in the yard. Once Sarah shuts the window, Deb starts nailing it shut. In the middle of the night... Huh? She wasn't playing. Yeah, she wasn't. Mm -hmm. She said, we was going to keep this shadow person out, this house. Y'all need to listen to me. I know what y'all think, but this ain't that, and I'm telling you what it is. In the middle of the night, Deb leaves out the house through the window that was nailed shut and ends up fucking up her back in the process. They find her out in the woods, stabbing the ground with her spade in a daze. 
when they're back in the house, Mia cleans up Deb's nails and hands and all that. But the whole time, Deb has this crazy look on the face. Girl, you didn't her feel face. her staring at and I, she looked at her too. I was just like, girl, I just would have Sarah would have had to come clean her mama hands. <laughs> Cause I'm like, come get your mama, cause she something. Or come watch her because I don't know what's happening. Cause this is a lot. We you know what? I love my plants, but at 3 a.m., they don't need me. Okay. I'm they're okay. And this is a lot. <laughs> Once again, as we said at the beginning of the show. We're talking about the possession here, people. She she wilding. It's a lot. They checked the camera footage from right before she escaped, and Deb magically ended up standing on the stove. But Mia tries to explain it away, like all the non-believers in these movies do. Girl, did you see a chair? Maybe she grabbed the chair or something. Mia, Where? what? There's no chair. Where? Where? And if she did, that's some bum ass editing that she did. She needs to be with these TikTok kids then. Cause I'm saying it like I don't be on TikTok. Like, no, well, come join us. Like, that was a bomb transition, sis. Show me. Child. It was like the Sims. You remember? I still play the Sims. I st- I don't know if you still play it, but I still play the Sims. But you know how sometimes when the game glitch and they just be on top of shit and then they yeah. get back down. That's exactly how that was. Look, at this point, I would have been calling the priest, but instead, Sarah called her doctor, and her doctor's solution is to up the doses on one of Deb's medications. Of course. And Harris, which is the family friend, gardener, whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. just wants them to stop film- filming, period. Yeah, he's like, I will pay. Like, I know y'all had these issues. I will sell my truck. Like, he, and automatically, you just like, hmm. You gotta start keeping an eye on you here. That's suspicious. Day 24. Two more days and we had day 26. I know. I was thinking that too. I was like, why we couldn't have day 26? See, that's why we here. <laughs> day 24. The crew is interviewing Deb and she looks good, okay? And all yeah. her white because she's feeling Okay, dying. her pearls. Right. They're all white because she's feeling godly. But then once they show her how she was acting out, like showing her whole ass the night she snuck out, she had a meltdown and attacked Sarah and then Gavin. Let me tell y'all something. This is exactly, have you ever just had a good ass night and then you go back and watch your story? That's exactly how she <laughs> was shook. She said, now who was this? Why like the way- stop me? Really? <laughs> I need to make that edit because I was watching that. I was like, yeah, yeah. That one time at um, Ivy City Smokehouse. Yeah. Why did y'all stop me? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so many times. I could just, I could literally say that has been me so many times. Why didn't y'all stop me? <laughs> but here's the thing like she just could not take it because afterwards you can tell like she is completely mortified by what she saw but once again you don't know if she's mortified because of what she's going through or because of this possession and that's what makes this so good oh my god I'm gonna stop saying it take a shot every time I say it Deb is taken to the hospital and we see that she has this weird ass scaly infection across our whole back. The doctors can't make heads or tails of what's going on with her. 
But to help with her degenerating mind, her main doctor has her doing some activities with blocks, but it stresses her out too much that she peels off the skin on her forearm. At this point... Can we time out real quick? That spinal tap? Yeah, that's nasty. Y'all know I don't like needles. And just to hear her cries, I was like, oh, sis, I am right with you. Because, bitch, I would have moved. The doctor said, don't move, bitch. I would have been out. Oh, excuse my language. That's just how I feel about it. No, not at all. Not doing it. And then when she got frustrated with them blocks, I think she asked her to like make the top of the T or the I, something like that with the white blocks. Deborah wasn't having it when she peeled her skin back. I said, damn, are y'all not cutting her nails? Like what is happening? Because how is she getting up under there like that? It's so much. It's oof. Mm. Mm-hmm. But at this point, her main doctor is stressed out and decides to call a specialist from Richmond because it's too much. Day 41. As soon as Mia, Gavin, and Lewis walk in the house, they hear Deb sounding all possessed. When they go in the room, they see that Harris and Sarah have Deb pinned on the floor because she's eating her little figurines that be all over the house. So the next day, yep. So the next day, they pack them all up and they find a snake in the house. I like this scene. She's like, I don't know why we have to pack these all up. And Sarah's like, because you like to eat them. This is it's so crazy because it's it's at the same time with everything else aside you know how at some point like we start trying to like parent our parents and they be like sis um I think you forgot who the parent here is I'm just like well I think you forgot who the parent is too because you yeah, over here eating I shit you, I need you to get together so hmm. Hmm. Gavin takes it upon himself to put his Aunt Bonnie's cross in the window that they're having all the problems with. Before- Asshole, number one. I don't, this might not have even been number one, but let's just take the time out to get this out the way. You are in her house. Why are you knocking her paintings on the floor? That's why what happens next, you deserved it. Go ahead. So like Ashley said, before he put the cross in the window, he looks at the paintings that Deb has been painting and they all feature a shadowy figure outside of that window. And yes, he throws them on the ground and calls her crazy. Um, as soon as he puts the cross in the closed window, he sees Deb standing there to the right of him, staring at him. She tells him he's letting all of her heat out and the window flings open. So he backs out the room and leaves her ass standing there. He shows the footage to Mia and in true non-believer fashion, again, she ignores it, makes an excuse for it, and then gaslights the fuck out of both him and Lewis. You know what I just thought about with Mia? Did we mention earlier that when Deborah didn't want to do this interview, Mia was like, I mean, I know how this is. My grandpa suffers from Alzheimer's. She lied. Her grandparents were on vacation in New Zealand. She was like, you know, people just need a little push. So, you know, the whole time... Just know Mia's character. She trying to get her project done. That's at the end of the day, she going to do what she needs to do. So that's why she dismissing everything. Just like dude from uh, Hell House. Mm -hmm. Alex, damn. Rest in peace. Forever stuck in that place. (laughs) In the middle of the night, Deb gets out of the bed fully clothed, but ends up walking around upstairs with butt ass naked. Everyone in the house is jolted awake by the sounds of the switchboard in the attic. They find Deborah in the attic at the switchboard, but I snake it in the dark. 
she starts mumbling like she's possessed and moving all the cables in the switchboard. And then that shit explodes. And for a split second, her final form is shown on the screen during the explosion. Oh my gosh. Listen. Mm-mm-mm-mm. My thing is not with the 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 final form, but if you heard that shit going off, why don't you just go turn the shit off first? You would have saved yourself a trip downstairs. I guess nobody was thinking. They was panicking. It was it was loud noises. Loud noises disoriented. The thing is, it's the switchboard. My mom hasn't turned that on in years. Okay, your mom is the only one who got access to the switchboard. So if she, you know she can work it. Go see about the switchboard. Yeah. That's just me. After this whole incident, the doctor makes a house call to check out Deb. She gives Mia a sedative to administer to Deborah in the event she needs to be restrained. Sarah also lets the doctor know that her mom kept messing with the number 337 Jack over and over again. Mm-hmm. Day 43. Gavin pulled the sound off the switchboard footage and was able to translate what Deborah was saying in her demonic state. She was saying in French, the eternal serpent will free you, child. Be my fifth. I will wash you in the river. Your blood will feed the river. Weird. Yeah, I'd be like, no, be my fifth. Right? And then Mia kept getting getting on my nerves. Not... Well, she kept not blah. Mia kept on getting on my man Gavin nerves. You sure it's the right file? Yes, bitch. Damn, let me do my job. Right. First of all, this is like, do you want to do it, Mia? You do it then. She can. You tell me exactly. So shut up. Now, once Sarah tells Harris all the shit that's been happening, he like, yeah, nah, it's time for him to get the fuck up out of here. Mm-hmm. But of course, they don't leave. They go find the switchboard records, and even though the page for 337 is missing, Lewis is able to make out a name from the indentation that was left behind from the rip page. H. Desjardins. Desjardins. Lovely. H. Desjardins. <laughs> so, Henri Desjardins was a pediatrician who killed some local girls. He went missing in the early 70s, and there's a whole documentary about him that they watched. In this mm-hmm. documentary, they found out that four girls were found dead um, with serpentine carvings on their foreheads. Their bodies had been cannibalized and there were traces of ra- rattlesnake venom in their blood. This was a very specific Monacan blood ritual where the girls were sacrificed around their first period, which is so sad. Their blood right. was offered to a demon in exchange for immortality. He did all of this because he was dying from Lou Gehrig's disease. However, the ritual required five bodies in order to reach mortal- immortality and be free from the human body. But he only killed four girls, so he never completed the ritual. So Sarah decides to ask her mom about this man. And she tells him that he's not missing. He's dead. Was murdered. Then she abruptly runs to the bathroom to throw up dirt and worms. I like this scene a lot. It's a little different in the trailer, but I'm not mad about it. In the trailer, she like kind of repeats what we already know she said, but in English. But in this scene, once again, when she kind of, before she runs to vomit, I have to ask the question, like, did she get possessed and the dude was like, yeah, no, nah, bitch, you about to say too much. Shut up. And took her over or no, no, no. Other way around. Was she trying to like, you know, silence it or. 
The latter. I think that time she was trying to control it. I think that time. But even when they go in the bathroom and they see like how much dirt and worms, it was so much. Like, girl, what was you doing? Right. Which I mean made sense later when we find out some more stuff. But mm. day forty-five. The doctors are trying to say that Deb has split personality disorder, but we all know that she's possessed. Harris breaks into the hospital to see her, and then Lewis sets up cameras in her hospital room. Mia thinks Harris is being shady to protect himself instead of protecting Deb. They found an article saying that eyewitnesses saw Harris sulking around the DeHardine residence and scenes of the crime after Dude disappeared. He was questioned and taken into custody, but ultimately released. And like clockwork, gunshots ring out and we see that it's Harris shooting a shotgun. He busted a window of the van because it was so, quote unquote, in the way, but he was really just drunk and disorderly. The next day, Gavin dips on his hose and he's like, yeah, I'm out. It's too much weird shit happening for me to stay. Listen, here's the thing. The night before, my van got shot up. Not to mention, that ain't even my van. This is my (laughs) mama's van. Now, this is the part where I said, imagine if Gavin was black in this moment. My black ass is driving my mama's van and it didn't get shot up. Of course, I'm fucking leaving. Yep. My mom about to, I got other problems now because of you. Yep. Just like when Day Day, when Craig came around and was on top of his car and his big ass jumped down and dented his shit. And oh, hmm, it's just like that. Now imagine if Gavin was black, I think I would be, I would feel a little more bad for him. But here's the thing. It took me out when Gavin left. He was like, okay, the Gavin Express is leaving. All right, fuck you. Fuck you. That horn took me out. <laughs> I said, like, why is this a thing? Right. <laughs> he said, no, nah, fuck y'all. Y'all got it. Day 47. Deborah went missing from her room, stole the child, and took her to an abandoned wing in the kitchen hospital. When they found them, they were facing the wall at the back of a freezer. Once the doctor took the child away, Deborah turned around mad, slow, looking angry AF. Let me now, something. first of all, why the fuck? What? Do hospitals really just be having abandoned areas like this? And why they don't be like guarded? <laughs> How do people be in there? And then, okay, because like the thing is when, when she takes the little girl, like the little girl is just with the shits. I'm like, no way, yeah. honey. You ain't gonna holla nothing. You ain't gonna, hey, how are we just evading everybody in this hospital? Where are all the staff workers? How do we get past all of these people? In the moment where they're trying to like get the girl away from her, I was holding my breath. I didn't know. I just didn't know. I didn't know if the girl was gonna do something. I didn't know if Deborah was gonna do something. I didn't know if something else was gonna pop out. I didn't know what to do with myself, but wait. Oh, that was the end of your sentence. Sorry. You had an inflection, but wait. So I was like, is there more? Uh, no, no. I was just, that's how it was. That's how, that was detention. That's exactly how it was. <laughs> now that they got the child back, they got strapped Deborah ass to the bed to keep her from running, running the muck in this hospital. At this point, Sarah is like, yeah, nah, it's time to call the priest. And this priest talking about some exorcism is only in science fiction. We don't do that. The devil is a lie. The devil is a lie. Come to these DC streets. These DC stairs say different. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Mia and Sarah. Mia For anybody, 
for any survivors at home was like, what DC stairs? Do you know what DC stairs? And if you don't know, I invite you to watch a movie called The Exorcist and then come visit DC. And just don't fall. Have a nice trip. Me and Sarah meet with the professor from the documentary about Henri Dejardin. They show him the footage of Deborah and he can't take it. He then tells Sarah that spiritual parasites are a thing. And through a story about a woman who lost her son, he suggests that the solution is to burn the body. Day 60. Harris visits Deborah, takes off her restraints, and she tells him to kill her. So he takes a pillow and starts to suffocate her. But clearly, Dehardine wasn't with the shit because the TV came flying off the wall and busted Harris in the head. And this ain't no small TV either. That's that (laughs) thick booty TV back before we got flat screens. Not thick booty TV. (laughs) And it really is. Like, first, like, it looked like... For some reason, and I hate to say this because we're covering this movie later this month, but that TV scene looked like something out of Paranormal Activity. And I was like, it just doesn't fit here. But mm, I guess it was because it was from the um, little surveillance camera POV that it like looked kind of weird. But the way that it was wiggling and it just came and popped him. How the hell did he survive that? Uh, well, he barely survived because... Barely. He laid up in the hospital bed, getting prepped for surgery. Sarah busts in to see him lying, lying, saying that she's his daughter. So Harris, barely breathing, tells her that Deb heard that Sarah was going to be Dehardine's fifth victim over the switchboard. And so she killed him with her spade. And then they buried him alive in the backyard by the statue. So he really wasn't dead when she like stabbed him with spade. But, you know, so they go back to the house. And try to find the body. After digging forever, they only found the spade indicating that Deb beat them to it. So they all look, so they look in all of the basements and attics in the house until they find a bag with his remains in it, in a third attic. Why they have so many attics and basements? <laughs> Louise, he was like, damn, how many attics y'all get? I was right. like, right. <laughs> this is weird. They go to burn the remains. But it turns into a bag of snakes before they get the chance. When they mm-hmm. finally set it on fire, it explodes. And an image flashes on the screen for a split second, but I couldn't catch yeah. what it was. It was, the fin- it was the final form again. Got it. Like the face. It was the face. But hold on. Time out. Did you think Mia was going to catch on fire? I did. Because she was freaking out, y'all. She freaking out. They're pouring so- lighter fluid. And Sarah accidentally splashes her with the light. Yes, I was like, she gonna catch on fire. How? And then not? they couldn't light the lighter. Yes, I just and this is what I'm saying. This movie does this so well that like you paying attention to other shit while they freaking out. Like even the whole scene when like earlier when um Harris was shooting up the place, like you didn't know what the fuck was going on. But yeah. this movie <laughs> does such a good job at like just throwing you the fuck off, and you'd be like, damn, what's happening? really thought she was about to burst into flames. I did. I just knew she was about to go up. They run out the house and Mia screams because she saw someone in the window. But then the hospital calls to tell Sarah that her mom escaped. So she runs back in the house to get the remains and they drive to the hospital only to see blood in the bed where her mother used to be. Deb has stolen the child again. But in the process, bit security on the neck, injecting him with venom, which sent him into anaphylactic shock. 
They follow right. the sheriff to Monacan Mill, where they find Deb and the child. The little girl is repeating, don't hurt him. He's a nice man. He's going to wash me at the river. So fucking creepy. She looks so scary. And I know she's supposed to be like a cancer patient. But at this point, like her eyes are like black, like the big black too, like bulging out of her head. And like she almost looks like a down bad Cindy Lou Who. That's what the fuck she looked like. (laughs) In this moment, like it looked wild as hell. I got something else to say about this little girl later, but oh fucking no. But then also it's just killing me that Sarah's really just like dragging around his backbone. <laughs> That's allegedly stinks. Just waving it around. As Sheriff Tweed puts handcuffs on Deb, she spews venom, Deborah spews venom on the male cop's face. And Lewis has to take him and the truck back down the mountain. Meanwhile, Deb and the girl run off towards the mill. Sheriff Tell Tweed- me out. Tell me out. Why was they arguing about who was going to drive? She was like, you got to drive. I got to stay. I would have been like, bitch, gladly. Bye. I wouldn't have been arguing. I'd be like, yeah, I'll <laughs> take you. Y'all take this camera. I'm out. As soon as stuff come flying at your mouth, I would have been gone anyway. But mm-hmm. now would you having poison to spit. Okay. Sheriff Tweet goes into the mill alone to get the child, but she ends up getting shot. They make their way, as in Sarah and Mia, make their way into the mine to find Deb and the child based off of the little girl's screams. Meanwhile, Mia won't stop whining and screaming. Girl, girl, I feel like, who was it last month that was getting on my nerves with this shit? The girl from Wrong Turn 4. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's what it was giving me. I'm like, oh, shut up. <laughs> nah, what's a calm, too? From Silent Night, Deadly Night. No, not Silent Night, Deadly Night. Um, um, the my Bloody Valentine? Yeah, the original one. Yeah, Sarah. Her name was Sarah. <laughs> oh, girl, I was like, man, shut up. <laughs> Sarah fumbles around in the dark trying to find her mom to sedate her. Well, that's just This was scary. This was literally, you've seen Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. This was literally that scene all over again. Because I'm like, bitch, how how you know? I know body heat and shit, but oh my God, it was too much. Keep going, I'm sorry. That failed. And Deb spazzes and tries to buy Mia. While Sarah is saving Mia, Deb takes the little girl further into the cave. This time, Sarah pursues her mom with the gun and finds her mom behind a rock, swallowing the little girl head whole. It really looked like the black and white snake version of Beetlejuice. Like, technically, that's what she's a snake at this point. That's why, like, you know, her she can peel her skin off because what do snakes do? They shed their little skins and just come out and get a new one. It'll be fine. Like, this woman is turning into a snake. That's why she's shooting this all this shit. Oh, God. Sarah shoots at the cave wall to get her mom to stop eating the little girl. She finally sedates her mom and then lights Dehardine's remains on fire and threw it into a hole within the cave system. After that, Deb seems to be better now. She's just hurt and confused. We now see a news report letting us know that Deb was apprehended. The little girl is resting comfortably. Comfortably, Sheriff Tweed is dead and a bunch of other people are injured. Deb was medically unfit to stand trial. She rapidly deteriorated and was barely able to speak or communicate in the months since the whole ordeal. 
The movie ends with footage of Kara celebrating her 10th birthday. She's in full remission from leukemia, and at the end of her interview, she looks and smiles at the camera creepily after she tells the reporter that she has a plan, but it's a secret. No, I got a few things to say. Why? Okay, let me rewind. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was going to start from the end. The part when Sarah is finally able to destroy, um, I cannot, for some reason, my mouth does not want to say this. Yes, it just doesn't want to say it. It wants to say the Carrie version of it. But anyway, when the little spirit goes up the fucking wall, I about jumped out my body. I was like, oh, what's that? Because I wasn't prepared to see that. I didn't know that was going to happen. I was like, oh, what the fuck is that? So then one thing when it comes to um, the way this movie ends, I don't, I don't know if I like it because I wanted to know what the fuck happened to Deborah. <laughs> like we just get, okay, she, um, yeah, it just, it was down bad. She wasn't able to do this, boom, 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 boom. Like for some reason, I feel like we were missing something that we could have gotten. So the little girl who plays Kara, she's definitely giving me baby sissy spacek. I know I'm always pushing it with the Carrie, but um, that could definitely be a little baby Carrie. Obviously, she's older now. I don't know what she looks like. We can't really find too many pictures of her around on the internet, but that last look she gives the camera, that smile, it was a little effed up and I was into it. But hmm, yeah, I just still, this ending, it doesn't do it all the way for me. I didn't like the ending. I feel like I needed a little bit more. I don't know what else I needed, but I needed right. more than what I got. It was just something. Like, I don't know what it was, but there was just something missing from the ending that I wanted that would have took me all the way there. Because that that wasn't it. Um. Oh, damn. I exited all my notes. No, wait a minute. Okay. I... I like the movie and I like the documentary structure of the movie, mm-hmm. but I still don't know how I feel about the movie. Like it wasn't scary, but there were some body horror moments that I hated. Like the whole peeling skin shit was, was disgusting. Mm-hmm. And then the spinal tap was disgusting. Um, but I just really liked the structure and format of it. I'm not really a huge fan of found footage, but mm-hmm. because it wasn't necessarily true found footage, it was more so like a documentary. Mm-hmm. I liked it. it you like that better? Yeah. Well, so I know a few movies that you would like. It's this movie called The Poughkeepsie Tapes. Yeah. Because I liked like the little moments when Mia would be like standing in front of the house like Alzheimer's and all the little different scientific diagrams and stuff like when it's mm-hmm. like a doc i like documentaries so when it's like a documentary it's kind of cool so even like creep because I technically creep. that was like so you were probably it's mm, okay no let, let me let yeah let me not push this we'll keep that there but no now i understand what you mean it's a few movies like that out there now ruin me was found footage and i really like to ruin me that was not found footage oh it wasn't Shit, no was girl what <laughs> it was more psychological uh i don't don't feel like somebody was was. recording no it wasn't film footage oh (laughs) 
I feel I, in my head. I just feel like somebody was in there recording and that and that oh. dang one thing. Which is funny though, because you didn't really like take much to the Blair Witch Project. Because I didn't like it. That's what I'm saying. You didn't really take to that one, but that's kind of like it falls in line with this style of filmmaking, kind of sort of. Yeah, I didn't like Blair Witch. And it's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, like, obviously you win some, you lose some. But this movie for me, I'm not going to stunt. The first time I saw it, it did scare me. The second time, BJ and I watched it together. And I hadn't seen it in so long that I did have some oh shit moments. But it didn't, like, it wasn't the same scare effect that it had on me the first time I watched it. I do really like, I already talked about this, but I do really like how well this works for a found footage film as far as explaining why we still filming, why are we filming in the first place. And even, you know, at the end of it, you can really still say, yeah, Mia and Louis. Well, I mean, they all survived. They didn't die. So they all could still have put the tape together. Mm-hmm. And it was part of the investigation or something like that. Like, this is how all that shit happened. So, I mean, you know, that's I just kinda... want to know what grade she got. Did she pass? I do, too. Did she Did pass? She her PhD? Because you had to off of that. After, if you didn't pass after all of that, it's, I'm tearing it down. <laughs> I am tearing it down. I don't care. Oh man. Ratings. This movie had a 6 out of 10 on IMDb, a 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, Ashley, how many tickets are you giving this movie? You know what? I'm almost mad that we changed the rating system to fives because I feel like I have a lot of them. I'm not mad about it. I wasn't going to change it. (laughs) I mean, when we get there, we get there because this movie teeters for me. The ending, I'm still not a fan of the ending. And I feel like it's just like the the highest that I can go. I don't think it's that worthy of that. But I really did enjoy this one. So uh, I'm going to give it 85 tickets. Okay. Yeah. Well, I am going to give it a 75 mind you at the beginning of this episode i still had no idea when i want to rate this movie <laughs> yeah because i mean i didn't either and as like i said i do really enjoy this movie i love how it can basically be two movies in one and that's what puts it up there as high for me but the ending knocks it down a little bit and i feel like there is something else that I can't quite put my finger on, that I'm just like, hmm, I can't put it in the 90s territory. I don't think I have, I haven't had any 90s this season yet. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't worth anything more than a 75 for me. Yeah. Um, actually, 75 is the highest that I've rated so far this season. It is? Yeah. Oh, wow. Krampus, the children, and the taking of Deborah Logan, all 75s. Everything else was 50 or less. Mm. Oh, wow. I'm interested to see what what it looks like at the end of the year. Yeah. Or the end of the season. (laughs) We'll just take it. Because we we, we starting off a little rough. (laughs) I mean, seven. Well, okay. 
starting off the season i'm thinking no 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 i'm thinking like you know this is the first episode of 2022 i have to think about like december episode so yeah 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 i mean i mean at this point i feel like we all used to this here like we be knowing like honestly (laughs) honestly i thought you were gonna give this something in the 60s like and i wasn't gonna be mad about it i was gonna be like you know i i enjoyed it i enjoyed it like it was probably some people shocked you gave it a 75 like you know let us know <laughs> all right are you ready to go look at some souvenirs i am see what you got for me thanks for writing before you go take a detour into the souvenir shop well i have two things Ooh. i normally don't got none <laughs> so well, the first thing i have is gardening tools they can have they can have a whole line of spades they could that's cute as hell and you know i'm a plant lady right and then you could market it as you know gardening tool by day stabbing weapon by night hell yeah i like it and then the other thing (laughs) and the other thing is like a bag of bones what the hell that you can throw throw the bones have a bag of bones didn't we have that for spell no I said something else though. Mm-hmm. That's what it's giving. It probably. I mean, is. I don't care. I don't care because you can she always. She was dragging like, around that damn bag of bones. You can always rebrand stuff and put a new name on it and resell it. They do it all the time. But, like, okay, for instance, I was looking at TikTok today, mm-hmm. and you know how we play that game King's Cup with mm-hmm. you know a normal deck of cards. They don't made this into an actual card game. Yeah, and has like all, and I'm like. But see, no, I'm talking about like y'all favorite store, Bath and Body Works. Y'all, y'all just I don't like that store. Got you. I don't either. I don't either. But y'all favorite store, y'all know they be rebranding them scents and just putting new names on it. It'd be the same scent that you've been smoked before, right? Okay. Yeah, they all smell the same to me. That but too. Also, nah, I'm over that. The toxicity. I was never like I was never into it. Like I just couldn't. I, I just used like, mm. to. I was definitely about the body was girl. So I had to stop shopping there. I like my body too much. I would get it in gift sets, and that's the only way I knew like certain scents and stuff. But I never like myself was the one that was going crazy over the sales. And I knew girls that like it had them in chokeholds. It's still doing. I'm just like I want you. In the can- year 2022 to, to do better. Get natural candles. Don't be getting candles with the paraffin wax. Get your organic soy candles with nice essential oils and not the artificial fragrances. Y'all sitting here causing yourself to inhale these toxic ass fumes. The bath and body work you putting in these fucking candles. Mm. Shop small, shop local, shop black, okay? Mm-hmm. The end. Link below. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, that was it for the souvenir shot. That was the clap. Okay, I'll use it. <laughs> I'll use it. I'll do a second one just in case, but I'll use that one. All right, y'all. That was our first movie down for our Nanny's Gone Wild theme this month. 
We got three more movies to discuss. If you want to see what movies we'll be talking about this month, you can hit us up on our social medias, IG, D180 Podcast, Twitter, D180 Podcast, TikTok, D180 Podcast. If you want some exclusive shit, you know, extra stuff, you want to get the episodes early, all of that, you can hit us up on our Patreon. Now, we ain't did this in a long time, but we're going to start the new year off like this. Leave us a review. I went and checked the reviews randomly because I just thought about it. Like, we barely ever asked y'all to leave us a review. Nope. And y'all say some kind things about us. I'm like, y'all really like us that much? Oh my gosh. Like, it's the kindest thing. They like me. I know. I can't even believe it. So, if you know, we got some new survivors here or if you haven't left us a review before, if you just want to update your review, you know, new year, new review, you can do that at, um, you know, I think well, you can do that on Apple Podcasts. Get us to the top of those. I, actually, I don't care about getting to the top of the algorithm. I just want to know what y'all think. And I mean, y'all can hit us up in email at destination180podcast at gmail.com if you want to, you know, collab. If you got some suggestions and something like that. But if you really want to get those suggestions in, the Patreon, that's where it's at. That's that fast line shit. But anyway, our next episode we are going to do our first Ari Aster film. And I know how some of you girls like to tussle and you feel a way about Ari Aster. And that's okay. We'll we'll discuss it next week. We are discussing Hereditary. And you already know. I'm not going to even spoil it for John May because child. I've heard some things, but not really. But I've heard that it's a little crazy. And... I'm going to tell you this because I want you to get, I really want you to get the full effect. So I'm going to tell you this. Don't watch it in your room. I'm just going to set you up. I was never going to watch it in my room. Do not watch that in your room. I do want you to watch it in the dark though. No. I've been listening. I hear things, but I I haven't heard anything that spoils the movie. But (laughs) I've heard that it's crazy. And why would I want to watch that shit in the dark? So I'm I'm gonna dim the I'm gonna cut off my little light back here. <laughs> I'm gonna dim it just enough, but no. Okay. And I feel like I feel like you just I don't want to do too much. I don't want to do too much. I'm not gonna cause... eat anything because I done got scarred from from. Uh, I, I mean, you might be fine on that tip, maybe, maybe I don't know. Hmm. Well, yeah, I'll leave the rest of your imagination. We'll talk about that next time. That's all we got in this show. (laughs) I'll see you soon. (laughs) I wanted to try something new. Did you like it? I'll do it again. Say bye. Bye, (laughs) y'all. I'll see you soon.